0: Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Ty John Charlie. I have a lot of shows to talk about. I've been slacking as normal as far as getting these out. This was my last, I think, busy run here for a little while. So, you know, hopefully, I'll be able to stay a little bit more consistent. I know that uh, for me, it's frustrating to not be able to keep it keep it moving every week. And I this one's a little late too because I also. Uh, I have a couple guests on the next couple, so, uh, I've been, you know, recording podcasts, but not really getting them out, and I wanted to get this one out, because it's, you know, so many shows that I need to talk about, uh, going back to the, uh, be- beginning, kind of middle beginning of October, uh, I picked up a show at Duncan Manor, which they had this haunted house tour type thing, and, uh, uh, they needed some music and I hit them up and worked out great. I, uh, got to set up in their, uh, barn. So they have like this giant mansion that they were doing haunted tours at. And then, uh, the, the barn was all decked out, all Halloween-esque. And, you know, what would happen would be people would go in, uh, early and then they would, you know, have some time to kill. They waited there, and then that's where I was playing and kind of entertaining. They'd go into the uh, the house and uh, check out the tour, then come back, and there was like some drinks and other stuff of that nature. A uh, little bit of food, a little bit of drinks in the barn, and uh, yeah. So I was kind of in charge of the entertainment out there, and. It's I I played out, I used to play out there all the time uh, back in the day they they'd always do these uh, events where they need some live music and they let me set up and play it for tips and um, so that's you know I'm always very grateful that they let, would let me do that cool spot cool look everything about it and I just got a bunch of new lights which I was pretty excited about because I thought I think part of it is you know it's Hall- it was Halloween time so I was like trying to really build that part of uh, my my setup because I a lot of things over time just break, you know, you get you got lights and they just slowly die off and then sometimes you wait a little bit too long to re-up or you only get exactly what you that what, what, whatever broke replaced and I thought it was time to just get some brand new stuff. So I did do that. I, I got a lot of new lights for the show and uh I think it was a cool look for sure, and it was uh, kind of just getting used to setting everything up that way. I, I tried setting up three cameras for that show. I had some some issues uh, getting old. You know, it's probably something that I would guess normal people don't totally think about a lot that aren't, you know, filming stuff, but I have three different phones. Uh, two of them have the 1080, which is decent. The iPhone, of course, has the 4K, which is great, uh, but Takes up a lot of room the 4K does, so I don't normally use that necessarily. But I just could not get the, these large hour sets off of the other two phones, so I, I was trying to do like this multi cam type thing. For if it was easy, I would definitely do it more, but uh, I did kind of get one sussed out a little bit, but it just takes up so much room ultimately. But the show is great. I mean, I, I, I felt like I sounded above average and uh, i was i was really happy just to even have the show and uh because i I was having it's kind of a tough time filling that date and then like a couple weeks prior they they had put a post out that said they needed somebody so that all worked out really nice and uh really was a win for me i felt felt pretty solid that night and there's a lot of people there that probably weren't the normal demographic of people who would normally see me so i i feel like uh a lot of people came up after and said really kind things and uh i felt like i said it f- felt pretty solid so uh and i that was the first time i played my uh thriller cover every year around halloween i try to because I, I i spent some time learning like half of it a few years back to throw into like a medley of songs and then you know slowly over the years i've picked up more parts of the song and got more before but it's one of those songs that's really only good in october it doesn't really do you i mean you could play it other times but it's really a halloween song so it's it's hard to find a a way to play that one so i always get a little nervous about it i'm like i need to relook at that song you know halloween's coming up and uh I, i feel like that was one of the better times i played it over this this season and it was the first time and uh yeah it was just a good fun show all around and uh good people and it just uh kind of saved me as far as the dates go and i was super pumped to 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 have that all work out and then the next night i was at artesia brewing which uh place in thalville tiny town small little brewery that uh the hosts are always super generous to me and uh, they've always been really nice uh, about booking me and getting me in and uh, it was kind of kind of nice too this one I had uh, I played a show in Penfield uh, like maybe two months prior and this table came in and I probably talked about it on one of these at some point but this table came in probably 7 to 10 top and uh, they were like all that was there like it was busy when I got there but the dinner rush kind of uh, waned as far as people go. They, they all, they all kind of took off and this, you know, playing for like two people and then this big seven top or whatever came in and, uh, they were, you know, a little bit of a rowdy crew and, uh, talking like back and forth to me and into it, singing along and makes all the difference. And I, I remember at the end, they, they all, when they all were leaving, it was getting kind of late. I was I think it was a seven to 10 spot. And, uh, you know it's like nine forty-five, and two of the people that they all like got out the door two of the people came back and like boy well, you're so good and we just you know we want to want to support you we feel bad that there's nobody sticking around and so just you know really just nice people and uh was appreciating them appreciating me and uh at the end i had a guy walked out i was walking out and he was asking if i ever played over at the artesia brewing in Dahlville and this is months prior so i was like yeah i got it i do have a show let me and i found it in my phone and i was like you know i told him the date i didn't really think much of it i usually stuff like that doesn't totally pan out and uh so you know fast forward to this show and Uh, probably more 10 or 12 top on on this one so they brought a couple more people and they're right up front i didn't necessarily recognize them right away but they kind of pointed out like oh we saw you at, at the at the last call in Penfield a while back and i was like super pleasantly surprised and you know made me look pretty good and they were kind of still kind of a rowdy fun bunch that uh was just you know into it they were like uh requesting songs and stuff and uh i don't know just having, having that many people uh, even though it's not a lot you know my draws aren't necessarily bringing the house down but uh having those people there and just them being into it was really just made my night and my weekend i mean really those two shows were probably my favorite of the month maybe because it was like back-to-back fun good shows uh the next one uh sunday was at the leroy farmer's market kind of a cold day ultimately it was uh outside and it was chilly and uh, i was 12 to 2 i had a really tough time warming up my voice to the, for this show super windy my sign blew over a few times things like a sail in the wind and uh i don't know it was like hard for me i did a bunch of country songs right away because i was just like could not get my voice warmed up but Eventually, I kind of got there a couple people friend fan people from Bloomington area came Which is just super nice for them to come and spend their afternoon listening to me play, but I did feel a little bad that I kind of got warmed up eventually and I was playing stuff They were requesting but I couldn't quite get there as early as they had because they I remember they requested a song. I was like ah not quite yet <laughs> and uh, But that was fine. It was a Wasn't an amazing show. It was okay. I, I do feel like I may have caught a little bit of a cold being outside for two hours that day. And this next week was weird because they were doing a bunch of uh work downstairs and I live above a place that used to be an upholstery shop and uh they're turning it into a pizza place but they uh they tore down all the walls and stuff and like I'm pretty sure I'm not definite. It's hard to really pinpoint it for sure, but I lost my voice like completely and it was it's so funny how quickly you can be humbled on on stuff like that because i remember the the monday after so i had that show outside on sunday and i was like my voice a little rough like that's okay it always pulls through like even when it's bad i can still kind of make it work and you know i had that thought on monday and then fast forwarded tuesday and i was like freaking out because it was worse like it wasn't didn't recoup at all i did and i like could barely talk and get noise out you know i was kind of trying to halfway sing here and there but i couldn't really practice because it was just gone and the the next two shows were kind of tougher shows i mean i play at these two places a lot and it's always like a tougher crowd and uh it's, it's you know it's like uh i don't know the one in davenport is like a college bar, a bunch of young kids. And then the one in Peoria, uh, the night before was at Cruisins. kind of the same, similar demographic. It was kind of funny, a weird connection that just seemed strange is, um, like in the interim times between like when I was setting up or in my breaks, I kept hearing Creed songs and I don't really know Creed that well, but you can always tell by that guy's voice when he sings his very specific sound. And, uh, I thought it was strange to hear because i hadn't heard that band in like a really long time and then i probably heard three or four that that night and then the next night in between my set breaks i was hearing a bunch of more creed it just seemed strange and kind of random but anyway so yeah i'm freaking out mostly this weekend like i i don't know if i'm even gonna have a voice to sing i don't really know how i'm gonna approach it friday night at Cruisins was tough but and you know that's an already tough show like it's hard to get people's attention to pay attention to what i'm doing at all seems like i'm mostly background music for a sports bar and which can be fine you know because you could try but it's just it was just uncomfortable because i didn't have much of a voice and i made it through i mean i don't think it was my best show i think i was maybe sitting at like 50 60 percent you know and i really adjusted the set I, I dropped some songs down to make them a little easier to sing i don't know and it just it was one of the, every time i play indoor there it's really hard to keep people's attention so i end up on both both these nights and for the fact that you know i didn't have much of a voice you know i'm self-conscious about that i tend to lean on the covers that you know everybody knows and kind of play, placate the the audience and you know completely prejudge them and what i would think they would like and then you know see what they kind of respond to and then try to follow that if i can follow that rabbit hole as far as i'm able but so i, I was not for these two shows not a lot of original music whereas the weekend before when i was having those kind of more solid shows I, I feel like i played a decent amount i mean not all original but a, a good amount of originals and uh so this was kind of night and day different, and it was just like I couldn't really like, I with all the tea and all the, uh, I, I bought a couple like uh, whatever this stuff is, uh, voice clear vocal spray. I got a couple different things like that, and uh, you know I probably got it up to 50 60 percent, and with my song choice by the end of it I could I, I played a couple songs that I didn't really expect to be able to sing, so I guess that was good and uh same thing for the next night like i was like i know i can get through it because i got through it the night before but it was still you know it's a different show it's 10 to 1 so it's like a lot later you know i was done by 10 at the the night before and a lot closer to home and uh it was their homecoming, so it was like super packed right when I got there, which was cool. But you know, I would have liked to be a little bit stronger of a performer than I, I was able to give that night. But you know, I, I mostly made it through. I think I was up to maybe 70 75 percent. I didn't try to move keys of songs as much, and I just like again kind of pandered and placated to what I thought the audience would like. And I caught him a few times and then that was cool you know i kind of got their attention uh one kind of cool moment uh one of the first zach bryan songs I ever liked because i had heard his name you know before he was like super popular i kept getting random requests for him like who is this guy so i ended up and checked him out he had actually been on one of his songs i guess had been on my liked songs and it was this revival song I must have just come up randomly and i thought it was a pretty cool song and uh so that was like the first like real zach bryan song that you know i because I, I do something in the orange too and it's a good song but it doesn't like speak to me like the revival one does i guess and i've always wanted to kind of learn it and i noticed that it was the same listening to it is the same exact chords as atlantic city you know, a little bit rhythmically different but by, by bruce springsteen in atlantic city so i was doing a medley and i throw the chorus to atlantic city in there and i was just like you know i've i've wanted to i listened to the song and a couple couple times on the way down i knew the words decently i knew the chord progression i was just like let's see what happens let's roll the dice and sometimes you do that and you really just fail and uh this wasn't that time you know it was it was cool because it was younger crowd and i could tell like you know it was like 10 people from the crowd like really were like singing along to the because i really just did the chorus i've been working on the full cover but uh kind of since then but you you saw a couple people's eyes light up and they were singing along and but both those both those nights are just like you'll catch the crowd for a second and then they're gone and then you catch them again for a different song you never really know it's what there's it doesn't there doesn't seem to be a rhyme or reason. And uh both are, you know, definitely a little bit more on the sports bar kind of side. But anyhow, so, you know, I was a weekend like that where you don't know if you're gonna make it through, and then you do and you don't really have an expectation. Your your only your only goal is to get, you know, through the weekend. So to to get to that spot was really nice and felt rewarding and I had a good time at both the shows at different spots and it was because that no expectation if I could just drag that over to all other shows I think I'd be in in maybe a better spot but yeah and uh, I don't know like again weren't, weren't my best performances sound wise I feel like they were decent on both fronts like I didn't uh, kill anybody, but I was loud enough. Loud as I needed to be. Felt felt like I could hear myself pretty okay. And uh, so I, you know, I rushed home. 1 a.m. Got home. By the time you tear down it. Oh, and I actually did start a little early, so I even played it a little longer that night than I would normally. It was usually it's just three hours, but it was busy. People were there right away, so I was like, let's just get let's get going. And uh, I, some sometimes I talked to the the lady that books me and she's she's like you know if it's busy you can start early for sure and uh so i did that and it turned out that i mean that was probably the more fun of the two because it was so busy and i did feel like i caught the audience uh here and there but again not a not a crazy origin all original show like i might have played one or two originals the whole night and you know it's that self-consciousness that kind of bleeds into your song choice sometimes because it's just a weird thing because being a guy who does both uh lots of covers lots of originals it's just like i wish i wish i could just only play original music and you know play the occasional cover when the time is right and i want to play a song that you know i've spent all this time learning but uh how to do it like when your voice isn't really something's not working like sounds bad somehow or i'm You know it's my voice it's the sound it's the guitar something i tend to just lean on those covers that i know that most people like and uh it's hard for me to stay like true because it's like and even on a normal night it's like i could play my song that most of these people have never heard probably won't pay that close attention hard to hard to get them any sort of rise out of anybody anytime with anything and then you play wagon wheel right next to it you know uh and they're singing along they're kind of moving to it and then it's like hard to go back sometimes and it's hard to it's hard to make the decision to play an original song when you know you can do covers and the crowd will love you like they will you know be into it a little bit extra and it's like for them, I want them to have a good time with the bar to be happy with what I'm doing and then, you know, I want I want to be happy too, which I can play covers and have a good time it's not like I I only have fun playing originals but there are times where I wish that I could just do more all original shows and I'm not really exactly sure how to even make that happen but, especially knowing all the covers I do, it's just like it's a hard decision to make, and I wish I was more ballsy about it sometimes. But that being said, it was a fun night compared to what it could have been if my voice was completely gone. So I did sound for a guy the next night that had won American Idol at a place called Alive Again in Pontiac. And uh, it's kind of a cool, I probably talked about it because I did their open mic, and I'm going to be running an open mic there here pretty soon. But it's like an old funeral home that they turned into. Kind of a a social club of some sort that you know they have events set. they have a pretty good sound set up and try to have bands in pretty regularly but this guy Lee DeWise, uh he played and he, he had won American Idol I was doing sound they needed somebody kind of last-minute I can always use extra money so I was like yeah I'll go do that and uh, I mean he was really really good he had an opener too that um his name was Frank Vile, and uh he was really solid too and uh but I mean I don't know there was something you know extra about the, the the American Idol winner guy the Lee he was really really talented you could really hear why he won he was really kind of folky and finger picky and sang a lot of ballads when, when i was doing his when i was starting to s- do a sound check he was like the reason they they needed somebody to do sound is because he likes like a lot of reverb on his voice and stuff when he plays and uh the people there they couldn't hire their normal sound guy and the people there uh don't really know how to mess with the effects and Effects are kind of like my main thing. So, I mean, not my main thing, but I like effects. I like a good amount of reverb, a good amount of delay on the right parts of songs and stuff. And their board has it built in, so it's pretty easy to use. And uh, I felt like I made it sound pretty good. And there was, I mean, it was full house for that spot. Not a lot of room for people, but it was very busy. And I don't know, it was inspiring just to see somebody sing and play that well an estate presence was really nice he was it was a listing room environment which you know he could play all originals he did do a couple covers he did um one that you know i i liked in high school ben harper song called uh walk away and a couple other covers too and um i don't know it was just really solid and it kind of felt like you know i was kind of engaged in the i was pretty tired that day but when he was performing i really had my hand on the reverb and tried to really emphasize the parts where i thought it sounded good and tried to like you know almost perform with him to an extent where i would want the reverb of course he might not have but he might have wanted me more to just set and forget it but i kind of messed with the the levels throughout his songs and stuff and i don't know he was he was very good no question about that so you know it's a busy weekend uh not all were shows but i was kind of happy that i didn't have to sing that day because uh my my voice being so weird which even now like i can still kind of feel it it's not not back to normal and they aren't really doing as much stuff downstairs but i think it's just a lot of dust and stuff and i don't really know what to do about it it's been frustrating for sure I know that I'll be able to get through shows. It's not like that bad, but it's not per. You know, I don't. I don't feel like I could even sing a hundred percent a lot of the days lately. So then I had a Tuesday show. is kind of a corporate event. It's a party technically for Main Street Commons, which is like an apartment complex near Bradley and Peoria. And uh, it was kind of cool. It was on the second floor. I played in like their uh, little courtyard on the second floor. You know, not fun to load into, but. Uh, nice to be outside for it to be nice that day you know I played that farmer's market a few weekends back and it was like pretty cold and then this day it was really nice so first time I used my fog machine which I just cause like I said I was trying to kind of upgrade my lights and stuff like that uh, to my visuals to make the show maybe more of a spectacle and with a fog machine it looks pretty looks cooler because all the laser light kind of thing led lights I have you can see like the the beams of light uh kind of shoot out from each of them and i don't know i i felt like it looked cool it was outside so it would disperse fast but it's a strong fog machine which i'll talk a little bit more about that later but uh you know, it did pretty good for being outside, even though it didn't... I went through about two two refills on the fog liquid stuff, which that stuff's not super cheap. But I was just kind of testing it out, and I think it looked cool. I do feel like people sometimes were a little off-put by it. It was a Halloween party, so I thought it was, like, the perfect time to use it. And uh, and I uh, did my Thriller cover, of course, that night. And I did... I pretty much did it every show, but... um. But my voice felt decent, you know, not 100, but closer, and I was kind of more just background music, even though I was trying to be a spectacle, and then I I had three shows the next weekend where I played uh, The Tap in West Lafayette, and that was uh, Indiana, I played there before, and last time there was a lot of sound issues, Uh, this time there were two, but completely different ones, it was, uh, last time they had like some speakers blown, and lot of not so great stuff like that and uh this time it was like because it's how they do sound there is just a little strange they have the uh, the behringer i think it's like an x17 where you control everything with a tablet but it's all hooked up to a snake and so there's just the snake as the mixer and then everything that you control is uh in, in the tablet and digital and i tend to work better with uh regular a regular board that <clears throat> um, isn't doesn't have any digital parts I, I like my, that's my preferred way that's what I'm used to doing, which I'm getting a little better with uh, with the digital stuff because uh, it I did I did sound at uh, the Tabapalooza this year a few for a few bands and they have that kind of setup as well. So i knew a little bit more what was going on but analog is usually the way i try to lean stuff because it just makes more sense it's more right in front of you and that's for all my pedals and stuff too i don't like anything that's digital and you have to go in and type in a bunch of but anyhow so i this was just an acoustic show uh it's always a weird setup because i'm like behind the bar but really high up definite sports bar again uh and you know just background music pretty much it's kind of laid back which again can be fun because i can play like original songs and nobody really is any why all the wiser but uh, this time usually what happens is there's like two separate controls there's the monitor of stuff like what i hear and then there's like the out front which is uh kind of the house sound and the um usually there's somebody there that kind of messes with the volume on the house sound but uh i like i didn't notice it till like maybe the fourth or fifth song but i was getting no reaction from anybody no even acknowledgement that i was even there and i started saying can anybody hear me and they were like no um there was like a couple that just shook their head no and so i was like okay well obviously they didn't turn on the house sounds i tried to finagle that up and I think I did an okay job and got it a little bit louder and everything but it was uh, it was a little weird that night in general but I mean it's not really a live music-ish bar it's definitely more for sports Good, you know it's Purdue so it's like a good college bar uh, but and there's been a couple times where I feel like I've grabbed some people and got the first time I played at this specific one I've played it all three I played at the one in Bloomington indiana the one in indianapolis indiana and the lafayette but anyhow just a little bit of a weird night i think i think uh but it, it was it was decently busy but again it was more background music so it wasn't like they were like fist pumping to every song i was playing and then towards the end the last like 45 minutes from my last uh little because i would taken a break it was down to uh, two three people and i decided to live stream and a buddy a couple couple friends of mine uh brad and emily jumped on and so i ended up just playing kind of for them for a few songs that kind of made my night worth all of it honestly and i played a couple new songs and then so two hour drive home always weird because it's two hours but with time change so it's it's always a little strange and i i always question my travel math I always question my travel math anyway, but having the extra hour always makes it a little weirder, uh, both ways. Cause you, I mean, it's easy, but I, I just worry about stuff. So I got back kind of late and then I had the Kankakee Farmers Market the next morning. And, uh, that was a fun one. That was the last one they did of the year. And I felt like my voice was like almost normal. Like it felt pretty solid. And uh I was doing the one man band Uh, the other two shows this weekend were all acoustic so that was a little different haven't done just acoustic in a while and uh so I don't know I just felt really solid uh last one of the year a little chilly at first but I was moving so I wasn't too bad and uh yeah it was that was a pretty straightforward show but it was it was a fun show for sure uh got a little crowd here and there uh and then I went to uh, the last call in Penfield for my night show, which was another just all acoustic. So I went acoustic on Friday, the tap, or I'm behind the bar, Saturday morning, one main band, Saturday night, acoustic. And this was the bar that I was talking about earlier that those people had seen me that came over to Artesia, which was the first show I talked about, but I played just acoustic. But that was, it was a fun night. It wasn't super busy, but... They were a very interactive, crowd engaged crowd, and uh, uh, you know, saying really nice things about what I was doing, and uh, just felt good. Felt like a solid show, and obviously I was pretty warmed up from the the previous. I did notice towards the end I was my voice was going a little bit, but for the most part it was pretty solid, and it was a little bit less stressful without all the extra setup. So, and then the thirty first. So the thirty first I didn't have a show, but uh halloween i had my single come out i thought this single premonition man would be very appropriate for the holiday and kind of a darker song you know it's in essence you know it's a song about kind of staring death in the face and you know trying to maybe come to terms with it a little bit in the in the idea or in the in the angle of uh maybe it's not all it won't be all bad like there's a certain amount of relief because life weighs a lot on me sometimes and uh you know just it'll be not nobody looks forward i think to the the actual dying part you know that part that part's not going to be fun but you know the release of it all like uh sometimes not very often but you can kind of see like maybe there's a point where uh you'll kind of appreciate that relief uh, which you know super dark which is why again I I thought it would be great to release on Halloween and I don't know that whole song just got me thinking to an extent it's like cuz people always ask like i guess digitally they don't ask in person but who who is your who are your songs for and you know, I start to think about that kind of concept. And I'm just thinking, like, a lot of the stuff I talk about in my songs are stuff that's, I think, harder to look at than your classic, you know, love song. Uh, kind of more uh, confusion and uh, doubt, self-doubt and... Just people being kind of, you know, maybe feeling like the the, the, the PCI, or the NPC, I'm sorry, NPC of their uh, life, like they're the non-player character. I think a lot of my stuff kind of looks at those ideas, which aren't fun ideas to look at. <laughs> you know, to some people. To me, they are. I mean, it's, what, it's the only thing that fascinates me, and maybe there are other people out there that have a similar that want to look at things like a little more uh bigger i don't know or bigger to me i mean who who knows what what normal people think about but i think about that stuff constantly and usually when i write songs it's to get kind of ideas out that are plaguing my my brain and this was one of them and uh I don't know if there's really a market for that type of music, but I'll keep making it. Uh, I do, I I get a kick out of that stuff. So I would guess that, you know, the the deeper questions that fascinate me maybe would fascinate other people. Again, I don't think there maybe is as big a market because I write songs about things most people try to maybe not think about, to keep out of their mind to an extent. And, uh... I try to surround it with pretty sounds though pretty pretty chords and all that but uh so this song was you know definitely on that side of things you know digital soul i think was a little bit that way i always think like these first three singles definitely aren't for everybody my next one's a little bit more uh i would almost say poppy but it doesn't have a true chorus so it's not back to the same line a lot it's called wings which there's a youtube video a couple youtube videos out of me playing those song that song but um if you're curious that's going to be the next one wings and uh just the mix on it is a little bit more traditional this one premonition man super proud of this song everything was organic you know it was all just i went in the studio i played the instruments that are in the song like there are no like MIDI instruments at all they're all all natural I got to get on the cello I got to get behind a drum kit you know acoustic guitar I I did some some lead stuff too with the acoustic guitar Uh, a bunch of backing vocals it's definitely more along the same like like digital souls a little bit more of a big kind of epic uh sound whereas this is more of a rougher sound and I think for this song it works a little bit better a different studio different engineer you know so those things definitely make for a different mix different sound in general but I, I think I really really like the way it turned out and it, you know it's not perfect and that, that that's not really what I'm going for perfect uh, I'm going for interesting I think mostly uh, and hopefully thoughtful with, with, with the lyrics I, I, I tend to spend a lot of time writing the lyrics to song' well, writing the lyrics to songs because I just want to you know I want to say the thing and make it flow nice with the song but also say the thing that I'm really trying to say and so this one yes uh, premonition man I think you know staring death at the in the face and uh, looking at the harder parts of life at, at times. Maybe wondering are they really even that hard or do i just make them harder you know that, that's kind of a question that comes up in that first verse is it is it really is my life really hard or do i just make it hard in my mind and i ask some hard questions even to myself like that a lot of it you know i'm asking questions that you know i kind of think i know the answer to in that second verse you kind of get that vibe and then there's a little refrain at the end that's kind of a, a nod to this idea, I was driving late at night, and that just like every car, I was on like an interstate, and every car on the other side of the interstate had their brights on. It's like, burn my retinas. And I do think that some cars are made with just brighter lights, like you can get brighter lights, but you know, you're thinking like, I can see better, but you're not thinking like, I'm gonna blind the person that's coming the other direction with the lights this bright and it was just like car after car after car and uh i just i got so annoyed by it so that last little refrain is like you know i'm i'm exhausted and i can't i keep getting blinded and it was kind of just a wild trip home that in general like it was like i think it was from davenport that i I started writing that ending part and uh it was just like a I got into thinking like it how, how much of a trip it is that I just you know, go on all these venture adventures solo and just like show up and I'm like the guy that's gonna feed the music and I know what I'm doing because they hired me and you know, do I, I I think I do sometimes. Sometimes I'm really confident and then sometimes I'm it's absolutely questionable. But uh it's one of those kind of weird nights and i was just kind of thinking about the how crazy it is that i keep getting blinded and i'm so tired from uh the show and it's like you know 3 4 a.m on this ride home and i just i don't know it's it's a wild life and uh it's stressful life for me and but then it's like am I again am I the one that's making it is it really stressful I don't know uh, is that just in my brain because I think there are some people that can just have fun anywhere and you know kind of go with the flow and I'm just not that person total type A just like always always overthinking everything and uh, yeah so that's what that song's all about Premonition Man came out on Halloween my next one wings which should be out mid December. Uh, pretty excited about that one. Kind of has more of a holiday feel just in general. Just not not the lyrics or anything, but just the vibe of the song has that kind of psychedelic Christmas vibe. Lots of shimmery shiny things. So excited to get that one out. Happy to have, you know, a couple a couple of songs coming out pretty not back to back, but closer to back to back. And then that brings us to this last weekend kind of a weird weekend uh i was picking i had to pick my brother derek up at the airport at midnight in at o'hare so late night drive another late night drive uh same, same thing that that premonition uh man song i gotta give credit to to Woof on a lot of that for the premonition man he did come up with the title because uh, you know i told him lyrics and stuff and he, he that's what he came up with and i really liked it because it reminded me of a this 90s movie called demolition man that's really kind of bad but in a good way and uh it made sense you know i had i had a different title i was thinking i tried to have people vote on it and i think most people like premonition man but one person said something that really like like is the song more about the character or is it more about the feeling because my, my title is mangled and there's a part where i kind of mangle up the words a little bit like i twist them uh, so it's not the same on the second and third chorus as it is in the first, so I thought that was kind of a cool, and I say the word mangled, so I thought that would be a cool title possibly but I think it is more about the the main character, which in this case happens to be me, but uh, kinda just, you know, having a premonition especially that end, that last verse the chorus is in the last verse, but anyhow i digress i know i'm getting off topic here a little bit but <clears throat> so weird weird weekend is what i was saying because you know I had that on saturday night so i didn't have a saturday night show i had a saturday afternoon but and you know, i had a, a show friday at the quarry ballroom quarry ballroom uh in thornton which is actually out by the city so if i would have you know been smarter with my booking i would have wouldn't have had to drive so much but it's not really how i do things so and i like to sleep in my own bed so i drove all the way home that night and then got up to go to decatur on the following day so the the, the quarry ballroom started out with the bang i i it was the first show i was like this would be an appropriate time to try the the fog machine indoor and boy was i mistaken uh turns out that if you this really strong fog machine, uh, which I didn't even know this was possible, but so went off one time and the whole room is just like smoky. And I, you know, I can kind of sense the audience is like not super into it. So I turned it off like immediately, uh, but it did make my lights look a lot cooler, but I mean, it is like a bar restaurant. So, you know, they're a little weary about having that, that foggy mist in their food probably and in their drinks and whatever. But, uh, so I turn it off immediately, and before, you know, a couple minutes passed, the fire alarm goes off. So that was how the show started. Fire alarm went off. Uh, the, the, the the fire department had to come and, you know, check everything out and turn, officially turn. they had already turned the siren off, but turned the actual alarm off. And I probably started about 15, 20 minutes late, which, you know, I got there super early because... I was thinking this time, I don't have a lot of shows this week and I usually use their house sound, but I wanted to like, they're always so nice to me up there. I really wanted to give them, you know, what, what I, what I really sound like. I wanted to give them like a, my real show and, uh, it's not that they have bad gear. It's just, they have gear I'm not used to using and it, you know, the amount of stress you save by carrying not having to carry as much stuff in and set as much stuff up, you end up and uh, get back in, well, how, why can't I make it sound good? You get the, so, so it's just stress displacement ultimately. And I knew that if I went there that early enough, I could just bring my, my regular JBL stack and do it sound the way I always do it and it would sound better because the last two times there I wasn't super thrilled with the way, and I'm doing sounds, so it's so ultimately my fault, not blaming anybody but me, but I thought this was the right move and I think ultimately it was, I, I did sound better than I normally do there, but that that whole thing at the beginning was pretty wild and weird and I don't know, it was like people were kind of in and out but there was, there was a couple groups of people that were really attentive all night and it's definitely more music. i think the last few times i played here i was really pointing out that you know they're a music first bar which is very cool last time though i did get stuck playing a lot more covers because it was there was a rugby team there that was like right away asking me to play certain songs and i was trying to you know appease everybody but this time i felt a little bit more confident about doing originals so i did play a lot of originals this night and Most of them went pretty, pretty good. Uh, there's just that, you know, that big hiccup at the beginning that was uncomfortable, felt bad. And the, the, the owner and the booker, they were super nice about it. Fortunately, uh, very understand. I mean, again, I just didn't even know that was possible to set off the fire alarm with fog. I mean, I thought it was just like a misty water type situation, but, so that was a interesting beginning, but the rest of the show is pretty straightforward. Uh, I know they do like when I. I, th- I think uh, they have mentioned they like when I do like my full light setup. So I thought this was definitely the place to bring the fog machine because they they have like a really nice stage. They have some of their own lights. They have a projector that's not playing sports in the back. But overall, it was it was a fun night. You know, having just a few people pay attention, like to like dancing and stuff. I did get some requests that I did somebody asked for Tom Petty. So of course I had to do my Pedley. of my, I think there's eight or nine Petty songs I do kind of in a row, but I wouldn't say it was the most amazing show ever, but it was, it was definitely one I needed. I think maybe from the earlier in the week, um, cause I, I was playing, uh, the earlier in the week I was playing, um, uh, Or, or the last weekend I had played at The I guess I had it was the weekend before that was really rough. I'm sorry, I digress again. Uh, I, f- I felt like my voice was coming back a little bit extra, so it was it was it was a good night. Not the most amazing, but a good night. And uh, I'm I'm got a couple of shows coming back there. And again, I'm always appreciative of a place that likes live music and they definitely are that way so any chance i get i'll get i'll play up there it's two hour drive but i'll go anytime they, they'll they have me and then, so the last show of the of this uh little run here uh kind of a weird i played the decatur farmer's market like maybe a month or two back and i had a guy come up to me to ask if i'd be interested in doing a nursing home and i was like yeah i mean i'm open to shows event any and all types he's like well you know they are a little older i was like okay whatever you know i i know some old songs we will be all fine and so we determined to do two hours and uh turns out i you know i did, i know a good amount of johnny cash johnny cash wearing the shirt um I, elvis i know some elvis tunes and uh some beatles you know that's 50s 60s type stuff some other stuff along those lines not two hours worked though uh it's really stretching at times during some originals because i knew that wouldn't really matter because they wouldn't know the difference between kind of a, a new newer kind of 90s rock song or an original they probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference which was which uh right away when i except I, so i walked in and i right away i hit they had a grand piano and i hit a hit a couple keys and i was like listening to the acoustics of the room and i was like Well, I don't really want to be too loud because, uh, I know that people older tend to really get annoyed by that in my experience, being too loud. So I was like, I'm just going to do acoustic, just completely unplugged. And I didn't want to really lug all my gear in and for people to be annoyed. And I would rather be too quiet, draw people in, rather than, uh, be too loud and just put people off and out right away. So. Yeah, I right uh, first first year of the song doing my little Johnny Cash medley, and uh, older older fella comes up, which in a, in part I am kind of appreciative of this because it changed the rest of the show for me. But he was like, uh, "Your kick drum is too loud because doing my one man band, but you know, I was, not, nothing was mic'd, it was completely acoustic. Kick drum is too loud, and we can't hear your voice. You need a microphone, so." Uh, it was just kind of funny it was like right away and i'm already like a little uh uh i have a little bit of anxiety you know i'm a little self-conscious because i'm like are these older people gonna appreciate what i'm doing i have no idea and uh, i felt you know i'm doing my country songs because so those are good warm-up songs i'm not really in full-fledged vocal quite yet but so from that section on like i said it was a little disheartening it's always disheartening when somebody's like you're too loud or you can't hear your voice or you know it kind of takes the wind out from you but uh, I sang the rest of the show like I was doing like uh, show tunes or something you know I was really really projecting and really like being as loud as I can and I really tapered back the the kick drum and uh, I do feel like that did sound better now I could have brought maybe something small to kind of boost the voice but I think maybe next time I will, but for now, uh, if, if they have me back, which we, I kind of talked to the guy, I think at some point he will, but, um, you know, something simpler than my full setup. I I just need a little vocal boost, maybe a little guitar boost. Uh, but it was ultimately, you know, it was their lunch and it did get louder. Like when I got there, there was nobody there and it was this big open room. And then of course, you know, all the tables filled up and, acoustics kind of got damp and darkened quite a bit and uh so you know it changed immediately and uh i just tried to roll with it it was it was a little bit uncomfortable and then i noticed that they usually only have people play for an hour so i noticed like at noon it was 12 to 2 so at one people most people were done eating and i like was gonna take a break but i was like if i take a break these people are gone like there's no way they're sticking around so i was just like kept play I played straight two hours and uh I don't think it really connected ultimately like there were some songs at the beginning where I knew I knew they knew the song and so I talked to the guy well before I talked to the guy I that grand piano was just sitting back there so it's was like you know I'm done thanks for listening and I was like I'm gonna play play a little piano I'll play y'all out um and I started playing the piano I did like you know four minutes and I don't play real songs when I play the piano, there's a few songs I know, but usually I just kind of noodle around in different keys and, you know, use kind of the Nashville number one, four, five, minor 6, kind of, minor 2, minor 3, you know, I just kind of stick to that, keep it uh, just flowing and, you know, endlessly continuous, you know, resolve sometimes, keep tension sometimes, just kind of play around it. I can do that in a few different keys pretty solidly on, on keys and uh, after I was done the guy who booked it was like that was amazing that was like the best piano playing I've ever heard and I was like "Eh, yeah you probably haven't heard a whole lot then but you know it was nice to hear you know he's like you could have just done that the whole time and all these people would have been you know super impressed and really into it probably would have stuck around and of course I'm thinking like man I could have saved myself a lot of trouble two hours of that would have been too much but I could have like I could have mixed it up I could have done all the old songs I knew and then uh, played some piano a little bit earlier but uh, I think eventually I'm gonna get some because they do like a happy hour hours uh, session uh, in the evening times on Fridays and they just have somebody come play piano and he you know said that they'd love to have me any anytime on that so which is cool because I've never really been paid to play the piano and I've never really like it'll it'll force me to deep dive and uh you know play in an hour again i can kind of i could bs my way through it but i'll probably prepare a little bit more than i was because i hadn't even played the piano and like an actual piano i don't even know but i have a keyboard here that i'll mess around with once every few months but uh not the same. And part of that is why I wanted to even jump on it at all because I mean, when when do you get a chance to play a grand piano? It's not super often. So, but after that, I got a way bigger round of a plus than the actual songs. I was talking to the guy and he was like, you know, you gotta do like 40s, 50s, 60s, and you wanna think like gospel. And so, I mean, I could probably learn a couple of those types of songs. I've kind of already been looking at them, and then mix those in with the ones I already know, and then do some piano. And I could do like more shows Anyway, it was it was just a good way to kind of stretch as a musician uh, in a different way than I don't normally do. But it was it was interesting for sure. I'll say that it was a different type of show for me, especially doing more of that kind of Broadway style vocal. I'm not used to doing really projecting and. Uh, I think that makes you sing better sometimes sometimes not all the time but some songs you can't you shouldn't do like that probably but i've been kind of messing around with different vocal tones and stuff but it, it was it was interesting yeah i think that's the main word that i want to say and then, and then anyway I I, I I think that that's pretty much it uh i i had to then drive to chicago after that show, pick up my brother Derek at the airport. So it was a long weekend, but not totally because of the shows, so just kind of in a different way. But that's pretty much everything that's been going on. I, I appreciate anybody who takes the time to listen. And uh, I don't know, thank you, I guess. Uh, I have a couple guests coming on the next couple weeks. I've Ryan Wolf will be on next. We'll be talking about his album he recently released uh what was it? end of june or july something like that somewhere in there i can't really remember maybe it was august it was august now that i'm thinking about it but anyway we've been talking about you know go doing a deep dive for a long time we finally sat down and did it and then alex gerard from no robot the dusty lemons uh, stopped by the next week so i have two kind of in the queue but those Take a little bit more time to edit because uh, it's more. You know, I do like kind of a multi cam, and I try to follow the conversation a little bit. So a little bit more. You know, this will just be sync up the audio, and good to go. So a little bit different mentality, both with topic and with uh, editing style for you know solo podcast, uh, podcast with guests. But anyway, so that's what I'll be doing the next couple weeks. But uh, hopefully, this will tide you over if you enjoyed this and want to check out the premonition man song of course we really appreciate it it's on spotify and anywhere else we made a music video ryan wolf and i which got to give a lot of a lot of credit to him i had kind of a premise i had uh i, I kept getting this i this thought of like a puppet of a puppet and you know like um uh, playing like somebody controlling me but then i'm controlling the guitar which is kind of like my version of a puppet i guess because i'm manipulating it kind of in a similar similar way and i just kept getting this vision and i told told Woof about it and uh he's like well here's what we should do and i was like yeah that'd be cool but i really doubt we'll actually do it and uh I give a lot of props to him for you know he's really good with he has good vision and he he's good at taking action and uh both those things happened with this video. I think it turned out really cool. A lot of cool visuals, a lot of dark kind of feels, dark vibes, and uh, that's the way I lean. It's just the way I am, I guess. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. So I might implore you to go check that out on YouTube or listen to the song on Spotify. Uh, be on the lookout in December for my single, Wings, which I'm excited about, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Appreciate y'all. Have a good one. I'll talk to you next time.